This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we are going to talk about what happens when love dies. Sorry, we can't, it's like all night long all over again. Yeah, we just can't help it, even though the words are different. They're similar enough for it to track and we like it. It scans. <laughs> it scans and it rhymes, more or less. So... Uh, I don't know, would Prince approve? Possibly I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is book number 12. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's it's a tragedy. It is. It's a weepy. Shit goes down. Yeah, so just prepare for your, prepare for shed, shedding a tear. Yes. Um, and I'm going to start out with the cover tagline. Mm. What terrible secret is Trisha keeping from Stephen? <gasps> Can you tell us okay. the back tagline? On the back, we've got... The end of romance. <gasps> oh my what? god! That's Deep Valley, surely <laughs> that's like what makes their society go round. What else is there? Oh. So here's what here's what the blurb says: The Wakefield twins' older brother Stephen is heartbroken. Mm. His girlfriend Trisha Martin no longer seems interested in him. Oh, How no. can this happen to a Wakefield? <laughs> she breaks their dates and doesn't return his calls. Stephen can't understand why Trisha's feelings have changed so suddenly. Jessica is thrilled that Stephen isn't dating Trisha anymore. She sees it as the perfect opportunity to pair him with her best friend, Kara Walker. Elizabeth, Jessica's twin, thinks that scheming, gossipy Kara... She's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's so judgy. She's not as bad as your sister. Yeah. Anyway, she thinks that the scheming, gossipy Kara is all wrong for Stephen. She's determined to find out the reason for Trisha's strange behaviour and horrified when she discovers the awful truth. <gasps> Uh, and after that, what cover could live up to such a dramatic um, blurb? Can this you, one you describe this one can it. Live up to it. <laughs> yeah, it really does. This is a great cover. It is. It's a classic, actually. <laughs> it doesn't have the twins on it, but it doesn't matter because it's so good. Um, so it's Stephen and Trisha, and Trisha is a Victorian ghost. <laughs> she <laughs> literally is. Has this like <laughs> the kind of 
shirt blouse situation that I think Liz actually would be into because oh, it's a kind of high necked Edwardian yeah very lacy ridiculous fluffy <laughs> sleeves you're in California yeah, why are you <laughs> wearing are you this doing? why aren't you wearing like a vest yeah she's got these kind of auburn curls yeah a distant faraway look on her face it's all very she um, does look a overall. bit yeah she looks like I mean she is compared to <laughs> I just, I just can't take it. She's just staring into the middle distance uh, as if she literally is a porcelain a doll. doll. Yeah. And Stephen's standing behind her with his hand on her shoulder and he's very concerned looking. Yeah. What's he wearing? What's going on? Yeah, he's got some kind of polo shirt. Rugby shirt, maybe. Pastel stripes on mm, it. Very stylish. Yes. He's got a sort of weird haircut. It's looks a, like bit a bit like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's a bit like a Lego hair or something. Isn't it? <laughs> it does look like it was just clipped just onto kind of his head popped on his head yep yep um but as we find out in mm. the opening pages he's he's not happy he sure isn't no jessica comes in and her her aqua eyes aqua mm-hmm. this time yeah are flashing with curiosity <laughs> and what does that even mean uh. she finds steven looking unshaven oh you know what that means. Yeah. Everything's terrible. Yep. <laughs> no one does, is unshamed to be funny no. unless tragedy has... Stubble equals despair. That's <laughs> what it is. It's, that's the lesson we've all learned. And he is so despairing that he cannot tell who is who. He can't tell it's 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 Jess. He's like, uh, Takes him a second Jess? to figure it out. Yeah. <gasps> and she knows that's, that's, that's bad. Mm. So she's worried about him. But she's also, because she is a monster, she's disgusted that he's obs- upset about Trisha. Because <laughs> she's a nobody. Like, oh, yeah. God. She's worse than a nobody. Uh. She, she, she's a nobody and then she's worse than a nobody. Yeah. Because she's poor. But I love <laughs> Jessica is so immediately angry. <laughs> like she manages to somehow angrily eat a banana. <laughs> like, what on earth did Stephen see in her anyway, Jessica wondered. She snatched a banana from the fruit bowl and angrily yanked the peel off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cross. <laughs> oh I'm double down with laughter. I'm still recovering from a chest infection, Aww. so if I have some sort of attack here, I'm like Karen. It's because of Jessica angrily eating bananas. Oh God, it's just the words setting me off again. <laughs> so uh, we get a little uh, comparison with the twins' typical clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, does this count as an outfit description? Yeah, or not it's really. more there's character. Not enough, there's not enough detail, really. Say that, uh, like, Jess... Or it's um, Liz, sorry, favors a neatly tailored cord skirt, which we're told is less likely to bring traffic <laughs> to a screeching halt than Liz's, oh, Jessica's <laughs> skin tight jeans and camisole top. Like, what? Unless she's literally <laughs> walking out in front of traffic. Yes. <laughs> like, that is not that daring an outfit no. at all. Yeah. Um, so uh, Liz is, is, a, is at home at this stage and she defends Trisha. Mm. But she's she's worried about, like, why is Trisha giving Stephen the cold shoulder? Yeah. And she thinks maybe she's got some trouble at home. Yeah, because Trisha does have some family issues. I think her dad is an alcoholic and her sisters. Well, <laughs> Jessica says Betsy will probably end up either pregnant or in jail in another year or so. <gasps> oh, no. Um, well, Jessica, you've already seen the inside of a, of a cell, yeah. haven't you? Or was it, just a, was it just a police car? But anyway, I wouldn't be judging anybody. Yeah, exactly. Because we are telling later on that Je- Betsy, the mm. sister, went off the rails because of Rick Andover. Yeah. Now, who went off in a car to Kelly's with Rick Andover? Jessica. Exactly. Hypocritical. So judgy. Monster. <sighs> she learned literally nothing after the whole Annie Whitman yeah. debacle. Like. No, no. Well, we have learned that she learns. 
nothing. <laughs> and Jessica and um, Liz is like, well, you know, she's not her sister. And Jess claims that sisters have a lot in common. And it's kind of brilliant. And um, Liz goes, oh, I hope that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to be like you. <laughs> so um, next thing we know, Jess yet again is manipulating Liz mm. into letting her borrow her red sandals. Ooh. She's going on a date with Aaron Dallas. Yeah. And Liz, of course, gives in. Of course. Like, within a paragraph. <laughs> Just never. <Ugh>. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Liz and Jessica are preparing for their dates because um, Liz is going out with Todd and mm-hmm. Jess is going out with Aaron Dallas. Yes. And Stephen wanders in and he's, he's in a sorry state. Yeah, he's not himself. No. We're told, by the way, that he he doesn't really look like the twins apart from his healthy outdoor look. Ooh. What does that mean? Ooh. I don't think I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an unhealthy, pasty, weedy look. Like this somebody pallor has, does yeah. not come from being outdoors. No, I've never seen the sun. <laughs> um, so anyway, Stephen's going over to try and see Trisha because mm. he's just like... He doesn't know what's up with her. She's yeah. not returning his calls and he's like, what's going on? Mm. But um, it's great <laughs> the way they're describing... The change in scenery, basically, because it's like uh, the green area of Sweet Valley oh, where the Wakefields so live. Um, so he, he's driving across town to where the Martins live and it's his headlights picked up the gleam of discarded <laughs> cans and broken glass that littered the weeds alongside the uneven <laughs> road. Like it is not letting up Laying for it a on second. The <laughs> oh, Joe, you, you think that there's... Uh, <laughs> There's gra- there's there's cans and broken glass at the side of the road. Well, there's weeds. And also, <laughs> and the road. Even. <laughs> this road is an absolute shite. <laughs> and Trisha's house, according to oh. my notes, is a manky old kip. It's a shithole. That is not how um, um, no. Kate William describes he, he it. He stops to he comes to a stop in front of a, a shabby frame house <gasps> with peeling paint. It's like, oh. oh god, it's all just so upsetting, god. And terrible. It gets worse because then he goes to the door and Mr. Martin is there and he's just wearing a stained vest. <gasps> and we mean that in the Irish and British oh, sense. Yeah. It's like a an undershirt. Undershirt. They actually not say a, undershirt. Not a waistcoat. Yeah. <laughs> He's weirdly dapper. <laughs> but stained. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, he's smelling of booze. Yeah. And he's clearly kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, Trisha is busy. Yeah. But Stephen just, just barges like, in. Barges in and he finds Trisha. And we're told he remind she reminds him of a porcelain doll. <laughs> that is not creepy at all. That like, oh, what's your girlfriend remind you of? A porcelain, a porcelain doll. doll. <laughs> like, oh, she sounds like fun. <laughs> um... So she's she's packing a suitcase mm. and she tells him she's going out of town. Like she's meant to be about 17. Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> um, Stephen is, tries to get her to tell him the truth and she's like, oh, I uh, guess you want to break up with me then. Oh, well. Yeah. They kind That's... of end up having a big row and it, yeah, it's really weird because he's like, are you, are you trying to tell me you're tired of me? Is that it? And she's like, well, she doesn't deny anything. Yeah. And... It's like, well, you're clearly tired of me. Yeah. And she won't give him any answers. Mm. And she, she's saying like, well, I'm sure you want to see other girls in college. And she's like, well, do you want to see other boys? And he, she doesn't deny that either. Yeah. So it's he, all, a lot of it left unsaid and undenied. Like in she the stupid sort of, way of Sweet Valiance. Yeah. She kind of just lets him break up with her, basically. Yeah. Yeah, instead but, of actually having a conversation. But it's part of her scheme. <laughs> it is. Because when he goes, she breaks down. Oh. She's just like, oh, th- to herself. It's better that he doesn't know the truth. <gasps> so we find out what's wrong. It's it's not good. No. She has leukemia mm. and she has only six months to live. Oh. And I should say now, even though if it sounds like 
we are making light of terminal illness. <laughs> Some people very close to me and in my family have had leukemia and are luckily doing very well now. But um, so just so you know that any trivialization yeah. might sound like we're making of serious <laughs> illnesses is in no way meant to disparage the realities. No. But I think we all know that this is not the realities. Uh, yeah. At all. So we find out that her mother died of it and that's what set her dad off the yeah. rails to a vest-wearing drunkard. He, he couldn't cope. So he's, yeah, just fallen apart basically in the years since. Yeah, and she's like, oh, uh, I can't do that to Stephen. Yeah. It's better he doesn't know. It's like, it's a really small town. Mm. Yeah, this is going to get out. Like. like, he's not going to not find out yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you're terminally ill. But no, it's her last gift to him. <gasps> And she's so fragile and delicate, actually. There's the way they describe her collapsing when he leaves. She collapsed onto the bed like a dress slipping from its hanger. <gasps> <gasps> she's I so suppose fragile. like a sack of potatoes. I know, like, yeah. That's how I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, this whole trope is something that enrages me. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, I won't tell them. I'll... I'll I'll just leave them to spare them yeah. pain. <laughs> oh, God. It's so awful. I don't know whether when you were a kid you read, uh, like, Mandy, the comic, that had a story called Miss Angel. Oh. And it was about this... Vic- it, was, it was so popular. <laughs> they just keep reviving it, like, over the course of about 30 years. It's a comic for girls. And it was... Miss Angel was this Victorian young lady who found out that she <gasps> was dying of some unnamed illness. And to, to spare her parents yeah. the pain... How would the parents not know? Right. Well, she faked her own death oh and went God. on to live in a stable where she could help urchins. <laughs> waifs. She would take in waifs into oh her stable God. house. And even as a kid, me and my sister would be like, she could help those waifs a lot better if she stayed with her really rich parents. Yeah. Also, they, no one is going to go, oh, I'm really glad I didn't have those last few months saying oh goodbye God. to somebody. I'm really glad someone broke up with me and made me think that they hated me like yeah. three months this before they died. <laughs> I mean, it's so much better now. Anyway, that's what she th- Trisha thinks. And <sighs> it's, this is her last gift to him. Yeah. A sacrifice. <sighs> She's a martyr. So, yeah, she really is. She mm. really is. Yeah. Um, But... So Trish, uh, uh, Trish and Peter have split up and someone's very happy Peter, about it. Stephen. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trish and Stephen yes. have split up. Um, and yeah, someone's very happy about it. Yeah. Jessica's only feckin' thrilled. And so is Kara. Yeah. And uh, Jessica is like a, a Victorian lady worthy of, of Trisha's outfit where she's like oh I hope you can find him a girl from a decent family <laughs> like okay Mrs. Bennett like Jesus what is Maddie up yeah. what is wrong with you um, so Jessica knows that Kara fancies Stephen yeah and she says that she'll fix them up mm-hmm. and says uh, with me on your side Steve doesn't stand a chance which is very healthy oh, approach so to relationships yeah. that's how to why say why are you this invested in your brother's love life yeah well that's at least to their problems <laughs> Jesus so, um, oh, we got a bit of, this is going to come up later on. Kara uh, tells Jessica some gossip. Yeah. She's heard about a Local celebrity. celeb. Yeah. Jeremy Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and he hosts a TV show <laughs> called Frankly Speaking. Ooh. <laughs> Jeremy. Uh-huh. And it turns out that he has the bluest eyes mm. since Paul Newman. Wow. And got Robert Redford, <laughs> Paul Newman, Butch and Sundance. Fantastic. Um, so he's in uh, Sweet Valley Hospital because he's broken her leg, yeah. his leg, and yeah. 
they've heard this from a candy striper. Oh, by the way, I was so confused by the whole candy striper thing yeah. when, I was, when I first read this. <laughs> today. Like, can you explain what a candy striper it, is? Yeah. We, we sort of find out in the next book, but just so people yeah. are totally confused now. So they're kind of like teenage volunteers yeah. at a hospital that kind of go around with glasses of water and magazines mm. yeah, to stripy patients outfits. and stuff. And yeah, wear stripy outfits. Yeah. It's like, why? What? Yeah. I don't really it get it. It seems to be a thing. Yeah. So if anybody, by the way, if any listeners, because we do have some very kindly <laughs> American listeners who've helped us out with these yeah. mysteries before. So if you know know the truth of candy, is it, is it a thing? Tell us your candy striper stories. Yes. <laughs> Were you a candy striper? Indeed. Um, so yeah, some candy striper called Janie McBride. Who's she? Yes. Where does she come from? Who? She doesn't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> Although, God knows, she's probably going to turn up at home. No. Later, we've got about where we ever learn. Fucking Janie. Uh, she's going to be the new mammy. Um... But Jess is intrigued. Yes. And we all hear some other gossip. Yeah. Kara's really the great one for uh, all the stories, isn't she? She really is. <laughs> She's got the lowdown on everything. She does. And we're hearing about a new family who mm. moved into the Godfrey Mansion. Yeah. What family could that be? Why, it's the Morrows. <gasps> They've arrived at last. Yay. And they have, <clears throat> according to rumour, I don't know how this <laughs> got out already, somebody moved in. They have an 18-year-old son who's a hunk. Oh, my God. And Kara's all, I wonder what car he drives. <laughs> what, why? Why are you thinking that? <laughs> Giant weirdo. Because she's a pink lady from Greece. That's <laughs> all she cares about. This is true. <laughs> um, candy pink. Uh, so Jess has got now so many schemes going on. There's a lot. Yeah. She's, she literally has to juggle them in her mind. She's like, hmm, I've got so much to plot. Carrot and Stephen, now Jeremy Frank. <laughs> So, yeah, she goes home and tells Liz their lives have no meaning. She's got that right. (laughs) That's true. So she needs to do something important. And uh, she says, she tells Liz, we should be candy stripers. Yeah. And we're told that she's got a history of uh, (laughs) being interested in medical issues. She cried so much at the film. Love story. (laughs) This is is genuinely funny. For ages, she pretended to faint in front of hot guys. (laughs) In the hope they think she had a romantic and curable disease. What? <laughs> but this ended when Tom McKay. Oh, Tom. I like Tom, but there's a reason why Tom is immune to her charms. Yeah. He nervously said he hoped whatever she had wasn't catching. <laughs> I wish we got to see that scene actually live. Just That's to good. See Tom put her in her place. Yeah. Um. So Liz is like, well, um. You know, you're not really going to be doing anything very dramatic, like important in the hospital. Yeah. But, of course, she gets talked into volunteering. She does. Well, Liz is kind of game on for it as well, though, because she reckons, you know, it is actually proper volunteer work. Yeah, that's true. And she could could actually, um, you know, do something important. Yeah. She'd be helping people. But um, it's kind of gas that Jessica figures this is the way, like, she's going to all this effort to... What, like just see a local celebrity? Well, she has this <laughs> fantasy about being a guest on his show, but there's yeah. no, like, why would she be? Yeah, she's kind of convinced that if she gets to meet him, he'll put her on his show. Why? Like, why would he do that? Why? would he, Like, he's in there already and he's not putting, he's not putting J.D. McBride on his show, <laughs> whoever she is. She's no Wakefield. Uh, oh, that's true. Um, so we find out Alice is pleased because she was a candy striper back in the day. We get a little, she doesn't look much older than her daughters. A <laughs> shout out. So just so we forget, we don't forget. Oh, and there's another outdoorsy thing. She's like her lithe tanned figure showed she spent as much time outdoors as possible. Very outdoorsy family. Yeah. Aren't they? We're, we're, we're like practically forest folk. Yeah. Here <laughs> just living in trees. 
<laughs> not using any sunscreen. Nope. Come on, Wakefields. <laughs> Get it together. Yeah. Um, so Jess has asked about the morrows and uh, we're hearing that Kurt Morrow is an ex-footballer mm. um, who set up a computer firm and he has a daughter and Jessica's, Jess is intrigued. Yeah, the daughter's around their age so she'll yes. be going to Sweet Valley <gasps> High. Of course she is. Mm. Um, Jess is intrigued. Do you think she would yet again see that as a potential rival? Yeah. Like another... But gorgeous I guess girl. If, if, if she's rich, then she's probably really good looking and interesting. Because well, that is how <laughs> society works, logic. as we know. <laughs> like that's well, that's how it works in Sweet Valley, anyway. Uh, so they they go to the hospital and they're haunted by all the terrible things that has happened <sighs> to them there. Like <laughs> so, oh, this is such bullshit. Uh, go on. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so they they arrive on at the hospital and Jessica starts thinking about the time Annie Whitman tried to take her life when she didn't make the cheerleading squad. And Jessica remembers how agonising it had been to admit that she was just a teensy bit responsible for driving Annie to it. Uh, oh, yeah, because uh, you're the victim me. here, Jessica. A it's teensy a- bit. Yeah. It was entirely her fault. <laughs> like, this was 100% yes. her doing. She literally did it after. she said You oh. did, bumped her and she said, there's no point in going on. Yeah. <sighs> oh, you fucking arsehole. <laughs> I'm so mad at her for that. We really do hate her. Like it's oh, it's, it's not just, a joke, really. It's the hatred, bullshit. The hatred is real. Just how dare she? Um. So yeah, but that lasts. That qualm lasts about two seconds. Oh yeah, less. that's well forgotten about oh, by the yeah. time they go through the door. <laughs> exactly. And they get a tour. They find out their duties. Yeah, which we've talked about already. And um, they're also told, you know, you could do some little bit of clerical work and then talk to some lonely, pa- lonely patients mm. and get any visitors and just yeah. all, oh, I know what lonely patient I'm going to talk Yeah, Jessica to. seems to think she's just going to get to hang out with Jeremy for the all whole day. time. But she gets assigned to the maternity ward. Yes. <laughs> which is kind of great. And she has to, like, take dirty nappies to the bin yeah. and be nice about <laughs> ugly babies. <laughs> and meanwhile, someone's met Jeremy Frank. Yeah. And it's Liz. It's Liz. She got to sign his cast and everything. So yeah. Jessica's absolutely raging. Oh, God. She's, 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 she's stunned. Yeah. And like Jess or Liz had a nice chat with Jeremy Frank yeah. and told him she wanted to be a journalist. Mm-hmm. And and then there's an incredibly weird bit where he says, you know, you know, and then he said, thank you. And I left. And Jess like, thank you for what? You didn't kiss him, did you? <laughs> what? Like, what are you talking about? No. <laughs> Obviously, give a glass of water. <laughs> so we're told that he's he's just in his mid twenties, mm. um, and but obviously that is <clears throat> far too old for Jessica. Oh yes, uh, entirely. And Liz is like, um, what what are you thinking? This is this is not this is completely ridiculous. Yeah, and she realizes this is the only reason that Jessica signed up yeah. to be a candy striper. <laughs> yeah. And actually, there's a great bit then when Jessica's like, um, "Hey, do you think they let me change wards? I think the one I've been working on might be contagious." And Elizabeth's <laughs> like, "It's actually pretty clever." She's like, "Oh, I hope it isn't contagious." You did say it was the maternity ward, didn't Ooh. you? <laughs> and I was like, "Nice one, Liz." It really is. Liz gets some good burns. She in gets this. some good digs in every so often. <clears throat> So and she also thinks once again she'd been had by her sister, but yeah. like she doesn't mind. No, she's she actually mind. quite happy to be there. But yeah, that's fine. Oh, but uh, she also, while she's thinking, oh well, Jess will be Jess. Yeah, she crashes into a nervous orderly, <gasps> and we're, we're told he's quote short and husky, <laughs> with a hawkish nose. Hmm. I did not know when I for, until quite recently that husky is a synonym for like. Large, yeah. I was like, How'd she know he's husky? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been like, husky myself. It kind of sounds more like, yeah, a voice more so than physique. Yes, you go. 
But um, anyway, because we're told that he is like short and husky with mm. hawkish nose, we know he's bad. Oh, he's bad news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the darkest eyes Elizabeth had ever seen. Ugh. Like they may as well just go to the chase and call him swarthy. <laughs> <laughs> they are hovering around swarthy. Aren't they? Quite a lot. Just dancing around. Oh, it. dear, dear, dear. <laughs> Um, so he, he is quite creepy though because um, he stares at Liz yeah. and he creeps her out and we discover his name is Carl mm-hmm. and uh, Carl the orderly and she feels sorry for him but when their fingers touch she experienced a cold shock. <laughs> oh my God. A supernatural almost. Yeah. Oh, going into the werewolf territory now. Um, <laughs> so she wonders was there something strange about him or was it just her writer's imagination? <gasps> But before she can think of it any further, she sees Trisha. Oh, yeah. In the hospital. What the hell? Yeah. She Trisha. says hello to her and Trisha's like out of there. Yeah, she, she just ignores her. Just runs How up. dare she ignore her? <laughs> dare she ignore Wakefield? Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Jess is stalking poor old Jeremy Frank. <laughs> who's oh, God. Bed bound. I can't yeah. get away from her. Oh, yeah. She comes into his room and he's like, oh, you're back. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not. Elizabeth, I'm her twin. I was like, oh, God, OK, yeah. yes. <laughs> and he's clearly just amused by how ridiculous she's being. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he seems quite likable. Yeah, he's, he seems like he's actually grand. Like, yeah, he's not. Just like, he's oh, like, right. Yeah. But she, go, she goes to sign his cast. Um, oh, yeah, because she goes on about how she wants to be an actress. A TV actress. And he's like, oh, <laughs> he's really? Like, he's like, okay. <laughs> but she goes to sign his cast and somehow loses her balance and topples over and like stabs his leg with the pen. And then pulls his broken leg out of the pulley <laughs> thing. It's, it's just a disaster, basically. Chaos reigns. Yeah, and poor old Jeremy Frank is in agony and, and she's, she's like, get a nurse. <laughs> get out of Help here. Me. Yeah. So uh, she's undeterred, though. Mm. Like, she really doesn't let anything get her down for long. I'll give her that. So she's trying to get, uh, she goes home and then she's trying to get Stephen to go to a party. Yes. Um, and uh, he's not buying it because he knows she's just trying to get, to fix him up. With, with Kara. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, your reputation. People might think you're a wimp for staying <laughs> home. It's like, what? what? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, so he's in college. Like, I why know, is yeah. he home on every weekend? <laughs> <laughs> really? Anyway, he's still unshaven, so you know. Oh, the unshaven bad. cheek. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Jess spread some gossip and says that Cara told her that uh, Trisha has been cutting class and yeah. maybe if he comes to the party he can ask Cara some more questions. Oh, oh yeah, does she say something about how was it that Trisha has a new boyfriend or that she was seen with some guy? Yeah, she was draped. So she kind of uses that as bait to uh, yeah. get Stephen interested and be like, oh, you could ask Cara about it. Yeah. She's like, the one who knows it. How about. romantic for Cara. Like, so I'll yeah. fix you up <laughs> with somebody. I'll get them to ask you questions about their girlfriend. That's yeah. really setting the scene. But, uh, oh yeah, it's supposedly Cara's party, but Cara isn't having a party. So Jess has to ring her and go, uh, sorry, you're having a party she in totally like an drops hour. Her in it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's not impressed by this, but just like, oh, put on the sexiest outfit you won't. You'll oh, peck me later. Yeah. Um, so Stephen does go to the party. He does, but because it's so last minute and Cara didn't know she was having a party, there's like four other people <laughs> there. It sounds so awkward. So embarrassing. Oh, God. One of them is a random person called Jim. Jim? Who the fuck is Where's he? Where did he go from? He's Lila's date. Yeah. And he's like appeared out of the blue. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're told that, uh, well, according to my notes, we're told, Cara has heard Regina Morrow is throwing a getting to know you party for all the Sweet Valley dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> Again, paraphrasing. Yeah, but that is what happens. <laughs> but also accurate. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Cara like curls up next to Stephen on the couch. How could yeah. anyone think this was like a good way mm. of seducing somebody? No. It, uh. Um. So he asks her about Trisha, and she's like, "Oh, I, I heard that Trisha was draped all over some guy in in a shop." Yeah. And there's a kind of crazy bit where Stephen is all worked up. 
and keeps asking questions and she's like, why are you so excited? And he roars, I'm not <laughs> excited. <laughs> Calm down, Stephen. This is not romantic. Nothing about oh, this is God. romantic. No, it's just awkward and weird. But then he wants, he clearly does some sort of rebound dance with Kara. Not his own. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's like after he kind of shouts at her, he kind of grabs her and like yanks her up off the Ugh. chair and is like, let's dance. I feel like dancing. It's like, oh, fucking hell, dude. Yeah, you, you are not a good, like, go home. No. But then he, he imagines he's dancing with Trisha and he yeah. kisses Kara, mm-hmm. but he feels cold inside, cold and dead. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Kara's delighted because yeah. she doesn't. She will take him. She's got her man. She's not fussy. Like she'll oh, take him Cara. under any circumstances. <laughs> you can do so much better than this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so later on, Jess is like, "Oh, they were all over each other." Yeah. Yeah. Liz can't believe it. She's like, "How did this happen exactly?" Yeah. Like when? Yeah. And meanwhile, Karen Stephen have gone out for pizza, and then she insists that he drives her around town so everyone could see them together. So weird. Like it's dark out. You, what are you doing? Well, like, have you got the? You know, as a, a siren or something like you do, or is it like a parade? on arrow. Yeah. <laughs> We're in <laughs> But um, Steve, anyway, Stephen is is miserable. Yeah, he's not over Trisha. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. They, they didn't even properly break. I mean, it was a weird break. Yeah, they kind of had a row, and then yeah, I don't know. Um, so at school, Liz sees Trisha, and it's like, oh, what were you doing in the hospital at the weekend? Oh, this is so ridiculous because Trisha's kind of tries to fob her off and she's like, oh, I was, I was visiting a sick friend. And straight away, Elizabeth is like, oh, what's her name? Who is she? What room is she in? What's wrong with her? It's like, yeah. dude, shut up. your business. Like, oh my God. <laughs> just imagine a friend alone. Her alone. Like she clearly doesn't want to talk about yeah. it. It's like nothing to do with you. Nothing whatsoever. And then Kara turns up and is pretty awful. Like she's banging on about the party and it's like, oh, yeah. Stephen's taking me to a college party at the weekend. Yeah, and it's all very intentionally so Trisha can hear her and yeah. it's kind of shitty. Yeah. It's really bad. And poor Trisha's really sad. Yeah. And then <laughs> Todd and Elizabeth have more of their stupid banter. Ugh, I and, hate their banter so much. <laughs> oh, and it's so, like, this is a you know another example of them telling rather than showing. Mm. So she, Liz is trying to figure out what's happening between Trisha and Stephen yeah. and Todd is like any clues so far Sherlock <laughs> and this literally says Todd is such a kidder and so she loves his sense of humour like uh, what sense what of sense of humour <laughs> where is she saying it was. he's I'm, never once made a good joke he really hasn't <laughs> and he tells her this is um, this is not one of his uh, witty wisecracks <laughs> he, he saw Trisha gazing at a picture of Stephen in her folder like her oh you know, school folder okay yeah um, and uh, they banter stupidly mm. for, I didn't even notice any of the details I think <laughs> it just goes right over my head now and I wait for it to be over yeah he um, after some more of this banter he urges Liz to ask Trisha again like he, she, it's bothering her so much yeah yeah because he reckons maybe it's that she's it's something that she's too embarrassed to talk to Steve about and maybe just talking to another girl should be able to I don't know yeah talk about whatever's bothering her she, she's clearly not being open yeah yeah and like yeah because she's obviously still hung up on Steve he's still hung up on her it's like okay lads what's going on <laughs> sort it out so Liz is like okay I will and then there was an absolutely <laughs> genuinely amazing scene <laughs> so yeah we're back at the hospital yes. and Jessica's back on the prowl for Jeremy oh, again yes, she is. poor guy oh, God. she comes into his room <laughs> And he's stark naked. <laughs> Jeremy was stark naked. It's in italics and everything. It's like, there's dick in Sweet Folly. <laughs> well, oh, good Lord. Oh. Thought it was bad enough with Mr. Collins in his tidy shorts in the last one. 
<laughs> and she's so shocked that she spills icy water all over him. Oh God! Like all over his stomachs. Like how uh, close is she to? Oh, him? she like she got right up. Yeah, there. to have a close look. <laughs> she's practically on top of him because he's getting a sponge bath from the nurse. Yeah, she's just. Oh, she kind of had to have a closer peek. Put a curtain up or something, lads. <laughs> yeah, this is that is a bit weird. Boss, but like they. Ugh. Oh God! So but she kind of just has to go crashing out of the room. But the best bit is when Jeremy Frank, having had water spilled all over, he points a finger and gasps, "You!" <laughs> Which is genuinely amazing. <laughs> oh god! Like she's basically having like a carry-on doctor subplot. She really Jeremy. is. It's ridiculous. And, and she gives an injured cry. Oh god! And leaves and runs out. Um, and then Liz finds out about this. And she's like, "What? What the fuck? What are you doing?" And just like, well, at least they're going to notice me. Oh god. And uh, Liz is like, "Okay, she's going to get both of us fired." Yes. Just <laughs> menace to society. <laughs> So uh, she decides that she has to do something to throw her off the to Yeah, to, she has to, to <laughs> go and tell Jeremy and they, they have to come up with a scheme. Yeah. And on the way to talk to Jeremy, she notices Carl <gasps> the orderly. Oh, a shiver rippled up her spine. Yeah, but she's like, oh, what could he possibly do to her? Mm, it's like every time she notices him being weird, she just kind of gets distracted by something else. Like, yes, so mm. she doesn't have time to pursue to really the think idea. about it. Yeah. So... Jeremy and Liz's scheme by the way their scheme is terrible oh it's so bad it's really weird and inappropriate oh it is isn't it like and uh, why is he having any part of this and it's very <laughs> risky yeah um, so it starts off with him sending her roses mm. uh, and she's like oh he loves me yeah and we discover that Jeremy and Liz have a code name for Jessica they call her Hurricane yeah um, so that's the start of the scheme but yeah isn't the plan basically that Elizabeth reckons whenever a guy actually starts showing interest in Jessica, she loses interest in them. Yes. So it's like, oh, we'll get him to pretend like he's mad about yeah. her which and then be, that'll scare her off or something. Which would be fine if he wasn't a grown man. A, like in his 20s. He's 25. <laughs> yeah. like, and by the way, he doesn't, well, there's no indication he's a creep. He's no, not. There like actually it is all, he's, yeah. he's actually, but also why are you playing along with this? Yeah, this, this is, is terrible. Straight. This might be okay if he was 16. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. okay when no, you're 25. Not really, no. So anyway, uh, that's the start of the scheme. And uh, then Liz is told to go and talk to another young patient mm. who's there on her own. Oh, new patient. And who could who, it be? Who? <laughs> who could it possibly be? <gasps> it's treasure. Uh-oh. And she tells all. Yeah, well, she kind of has to come clean now, I suppose. That she's yeah, she is there hooked up to an she's, IV. Yeah. Um, and Liz offers sensible advice, genuinely sensible. She's like, well, you know, if you tell Stephen the truth, you can spend the time that you have left together. Yeah. But Trisha knows what she wants and she's she's like, um, no, I and makes Liz promise. Yeah. And then Liz, Liz has given very sensible advice, but then she does say something very inappropriate because Trisha's worried about her dad. And it's like, oh, what will my dad do? I don't know if he'll be able to cope when I'm gone. And yeah. Liz is all like, well, it won't be easy for Stephen either. Oh, like, oh God. Really? <laughs> it's not all about your, like, yeah. her poor, al- tragic, alcoholic dad. Oh, like, yeah. maybe she wants to think about him just like, for a sec, like, yeah. let her have that. <laughs> you don't have to bring Stephen into it mm. straight away. Like, well, you know, your dad's not the who's lost his wife and he's going to lose his daughter. Oh, isn't God. the only person suffering. <laughs> yeah. So Liz is understandably miserable, mm. and uh, she's she's genuinely upset. And yeah. She, and like, she's really upset by the rumor that's going around school about Trisha having a new boyfriend. Yeah. And yeah, like they're both miserable, and she's just like this is a terrible idea <laughs> but she has to keep the secret I suppose yeah because she has promised yeah. and um, she knows that everyone in Sweet Valley High as usual are judging Trisha because of her family 
Yeah. So they're like, what would you expect? Yeah. No one learned anything by the looks of things. Oh, God. Well, they never do. <laughs> no. Jesus. I mean, they turn on anybody who's vaguely different. At the drop of a hat. Really, really do. <laughs> yeah. It's not for nothing that there was a later book simply called Outcast. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Now, that could be all of them. There could have been a few of those. Yeah. yeah. So Enid finally turns up where she'd been all this time. Oh, yeah. And there's actually kind of a, a sweet bit where she's like, what's wrong? Look, I know something's wrong. And Liz is really upset. Is like, there is something wrong, but it's not my secret to tell. Yeah. And Enid's like, can you tell your parents? She's like, no. <sighs> so who did she go who, to? Who can she tell? Who begins? <laughs> who appears in the beginning uh, sentence of the next chapter? <gasps> Mr. Collins! <laughs> and he's, he's praising Liz's uh, new series in the Oracle, mm. a Candy Striper's Journal. Uh-huh. By the way, I do hope she got informed consent from all her interviewees oh, shit, yeah. in the hospital. <laughs> Bet she didn't. No way. Oh, no way. She did. Yeah, you're right. Um, we remind how handsome he is, of course, Mr. Collins. Of course. He's wearing a shirt this time, though. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> like waving a hose around. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> and Liz is on the verge of telling her when John Pfeiffer butts in. Boo. Of course, uh, boo hiss. Of course, John Pfeiffer. Spoiling everything. It's fucking guy. Um, so Mr. Collins says there's something he wants to talk to her about. Oh, yes. Um, and... It turns out he wants her to tutor Max Down from Ooh, the droids. From the droids, yeah. He's been doing really badly in English. Yes, and needs a bit of help. Yeah. So she's like, okay. But then, as soon as, you know, she's agreed to that, yeah. she basically tells him everything. Yeah, yeah, she does. And he tells her, well, you've got to trust your instincts. I can't make the decision for you. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, again, so solid advice. Like, does give more you know, advice. Yeah. And meanwhile, Liz is also worried that, like, she's not only are they running out of time for an mm. obvious reason, because yeah. poor, poor Trisha, but also the Karen's getting her claws and mm. Stephen, and thinks that maybe it's. I oh, this isn't really a valid worry. It's like, oh, what if it's too late? And if I, if she, if he, he he's so in love with Karen <laughs> that when he hears Trisha's die, you won't care anymore. I know, I know. Like, but she also kind of tries to make Karen out to be like a villain, and it's like, as far as Karen knows, he's single now. You know? Yeah, and he did. Ask her to dance yeah. and start kissing her. Yeah, exactly. Even though he felt cold like, and dead. not a bad person here no, for it's like... Jesses. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, we find some uh, more about the Jeremy and Liz plan. Yeah. So he uh, greets Jess seductively. <laughs> we were just saying how he wasn't a creep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it's an act, but like, dude, this is not like nah. some part of you should have gone, maybe I shouldn't have this yeah, act. Yeah, probably not a good idea. And then he proposes to her. Yeah. And she's freaked out and he says, and now he sounds like Pete McCafferty in the last book, all your little excuses to come up to my room. <laughs> Do you really think I didn't know what you were really after? Oh, God. She's freaked out and she runs away. And yeah. then Liz peeps it through with Jeremy's like, thumbs up! Yeah, oh, this is such a bad idea. Uh, I know. <laughs> so Liz tells Alice about their hero and Jeremy's revenge plot. And Alice's like, she's probably learned a real lesson out of all this, though I'm not sure what the lesson is. You and me both, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top notch mothering there, Alice. Oh, well. Fucking parent of the year. Oh, God. Uh, all the parents are really awful. Yeah, it's like, one thing about having twins, it never gets boring. I kind of get the feeling like Alice, you know, given the chance to do a bit of a do-over, she'd oh, be like, God. maybe would I leave- wouldn't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> she'd leave those twins, like, in a basket. There's a darkness outside. to Alice. <laughs> there really is. Remember there was a bit where she was still like, oh, I, one of them said, oh, I don't plan on having kids. And yeah, I was like, like, neither, neither did, did I. <laughs> And her eyes just glaze over yeah. in horror. So, yeah, and she doesn't <laughs> seem to have any 
issue with how healthy it is for her daughter to be like obsessing over the stalking yeah. this older man and then him agreeing to go on with uh, the pretend yeah. proposal. Maybe you should step in here, Alice. Everything about this is not right. Yeah. Um. So Jess uh, is just doesn't seem bothered by any of it now, of course. And he asks where um, uh, what's up with Stephen, Stephen and Cara. It turns out they're they're going to a party in his dorm, but but he looks all sad. Oh, oh yeah, because Elizabeth, I think, has, at this stage, has decided she's going to tell Stephen what the story is, but she can't get mm. him on his own before he heads off. Yeah, and he's like, was Stephen going to lose himself in Cara's relentless campaign to win him over? Like, he's asking her to party. Yeah. <laughs> like that, oh, it's not a relentless campaign. Justice for Cara. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Cara. So he uh, he goes to the party and Cara's going on about the morrows and how exciting it is, but yeah. all he can think about is Trisha and sometimes they went to the picnic. Yeah. And then there's a bit. Oh, like, it's all great. Yeah. <laughs> Share the details. Oh, I feel so bad for it. So, yeah, some friend of his from college, Ted Foster, a guy mm. he knew slightly, comes over and he's like, oh, you're this girl that I keep hearing about. And she's all like, oh, yeah. He says, Trisha, right? I never forget a name. Yeah. She's like, it's Cara. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It's extremely awkward and I feel really bad for her. And then, though, she... She kind of puts her foot in it because she's like, I don't like you talking about Trisha if we're going to be a couple. Yeah. And Stephen's like, what? Now, with fairness, they are going on dates and he's kissing her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, why is he surprised by this? Yeah. And then he's like, do you think I could replace Trisha just like that? You literally got off with Cara like yeah. a day after, possibly the day mm-hmm. that Trisha sort of dumped you. Yeah. And Cara's like, well, I don't want to be your girlfriend anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But as well, he's also kind of a dick because he's like, uh, at one point, he, it's like, is perfume shaming a thing? Because I've decided it is. <laughs> so he's like, they're dancing together. And it's like, he could smell her perfume. Not like Trisha, he thought. She didn't have to wear perfume. Oh, the ah. scent of her skin and hair was naturally delicate and oh, sweet. Come on. Oh, little <laughs> That bitch wore perfume and you fucking know it. Oh, my God. Black like people were like, oh, she never wears makeup. It's like, yeah. yes, she does. Oh, yes, of course she does. She's just good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Stephen. You're so annoying. Dick. <laughs> I just got really mad at him for that. I know. <laughs> like, she can wear perfume if she wants. Yeah, it's like, asshole. God, it's like she's spraying herself with slurry or something. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a nice smell. So anyway, yeah, Jessica <laughs> has gone uh, even more deranged than usual and has decided <laughs> she is going to be engaged she to Jeremy. She's come around to the idea of being engaged to a celebrity. It's like, he's a celebrity. That's all that matters. Like, who could have thought uh. that this ridiculous plan could possibly backfire in any way? Yeah. Um... So Jess goes to tell <laughs> Jeremy and uh, he's like, ha, 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 it was all a joke. Yeah. Oh, and then says, it's like, oh, Jeremy, you were doing okay. But then he's like, if you were 10 years older, it's like, stop, mm, No, Jeremy. stop there. Stop right there. But he apologizes for tricking her. He does. He also leaves Elizabeth out of it. He doesn't let her know that she was party to the whole Oh, that's scene, true, which was nice of him, actually. Kind of sound, yeah. yeah. Um, so he says he'll make it up for her and she's like, well, I know how you can make it up for, for it. Which oh, sounds yes. a bit pervy, but it, it, it isn't. No. Um... So back in Wakefield Manor, mm-hmm. um, Liz tells Stephen the truth. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's come home in a huff after the party. Yeah. I'm dropping Cara home, I guess. And she finally just breaks. She's like, "Look, you need to know." Yeah. And he's he he's goes around to Trisha, and she pretends she's going on a date. And then it's actually quite sad. Aww. He says, "Trisha, baby, I, I know. know," and she just falls into his arms. Aww. And they declare their love. They do. 
It's quite sad. It is actually quite sad. Yeah. But they, they reconcile and, you know, they're in it together now. Yeah. And she says, she, by the way, she says that the guy she was supposedly draped all over was a guy mm. who helped her when she collapsed. Yeah, because she was in, like, the pharmacy getting her yeah. prescription. And, yeah, so. And that led to the rumour. Yeah. Um, And uh, then we find out, I can't believe we didn't see this on camera, so to speak, <laughs> that she's, uh, Jessica has been a guest on a <laughs> on a pre-record, like, a, a of... Frankly speaking, <laughs> for some reason, well, this was how she got him to make it up to her. But like, what could she possibly be talking about? Uh, oh, my, we actually do find out in the next book, and I was just like, what? <laughs> but initially, I was like, what is it? What is she going to talk? Like yeah. being a stalker? Oh, the, uh, there's like no. By the way, the answer is even more banal than you can possibly imagine. Because yeah. I, when I was reading it <laughs> recently, I was just like, what? What's going to be talking about? And when you find out, it's like. It's such an anticlimax. How do they get an actual item in you a program? How do you string a segment? Oh, good nonsense. lord! If they actually talked about all the terrible things she'd done, they would have got quite a lot. Yeah. But they're not going to do no, that. So um, yeah, she rings Liz at the hospital to tell her how it went, and it turns out that Liz is in a hurry to get home because she has to tutor Max Dellen, mm-hmm. and then she has to go to the morrow's party because remember Regina is throwing a party for all the yes Sweet Valley Wankers. Get to know everyone. Yeah. Why would you want to? God, go back to Boston. Don't do it, Regina. Yeah. <laughs> run away run run while you still can <laughs> get out while you can so in the parking lot Liz is thinking about how great things are yeah. Patricia and Stephen well I mean as great as they can be but you know they're spending every day they can together they're closer than ever yeah. and you know they're she's sort of a peace with what's going to happen mm. and it's yeah uh, it's, it's quite sweet but she's so lost in her reverie <gasps> she doesn't notice Carl the orderly uh oh he's creeping up behind her oh no She's in her car. Ah. And, then he, <laughs> and then he approaches and he's like, oh, some Mrs. Willoughby, some staff member wants to talk to you. But then he chloroforms her. He fucking chloroforms her. Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> I know. And he's like, I just want to be with you. Oh, the God. two of us. Forever. Ah. Yeah, he drags her into his van. It was parked up beside her car and she kind of didn't really notice it. And so when he gets her to get out of the car, he fucking chloroforms her and drags her into the van. Bundles are in. Fucking hell. And then we're told, you'll have to wait an extra month <laughs> to read the next book about Sweet Valley High, but it will be worth it. <laughs> I love how confident they are in the payoff. Yeah, it will. In fairness, they're right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll give them that. So can you read the tagline for the next book? Okay, yeah. Well, I'll just read the last line and then the tagline because oh, yeah. uh, it's quite dramatic. So... Everything went black. <gasps> Elizabeth's last thought as she slid into unconsciousness was that this was no nightmare. This was real. <gasps> Will Elizabeth be saved? Find out in Sweet Valley High number 13. Kidnapped. <gasps> oh my lord. What's going to happen? Oh, that is a dramatic cliffhanger. Uh, like, it is a really good cliffhanger. If you did have to wait a month. An extra month. An extra month. month. Wouldn't you be raging? Two months. <laughs> you really would be raging. So, uh, oh, oh, tell us calm down. Do you have any stops? <sighs> Uh, I'm sure I do Uh, yeah (laughs) let me just gather myself for a second (laughs) Um, yes okay so the blue green eyes got five mentions Mm. which is pretty solid very good blonde hair only gets two though but then we have uh, we have Trisha described as being delicate or fragile or like a fucking porcelain doll Ugh. like twelve times. What? It is too many. Oh, times. that is fetishy. Like <laughs> that is it? weird. Yeah, she's so delicate. Oh, that's what I like about her. She's she so be swept fragile. away with a breeze. <laughs> oh yeah, there, isn't there some bit where which we didn't mention during it? But I think there's a bit where 
um, Stephen is looking at Cara being sort of brash. And it's like, not like Trisha. Trisha was always so fragile. Because that's how I like my women looking like they can barely move. Fuck off. Like a, a dead behind the eyes. Like a porcelain <laughs> yeah. doll. Oh, God. So bad. Um, in terms of outfits, though, Ooh. there's really only one, and mm. it's Cara at her her makeshift party that she manages to pull together at the last minute. <laughs> Not very and well. It actually sounds quite nice, you know, eighties, but mm. in a nice way. Um, Cara greeted them at the door. She was wearing a splashy Hawaiian print la- halter dress. It was cut so low and back that Stephen could see the white lines from her bikini crisscrossing her dark mm. tan. She'd pulled her long brown hair into a ponytail over one ear so that it snaked seductively <gasps> down her bare shoulder. Ooh la la! Like she sounds kind of deadly. That does sound, I would, yeah, yeah, that is a cool outfit. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Fair play, Cara. Good for you, Cara. You were unfairly maligned. She was. She, she was too good for Stephen anyway. Yeah. She's more crack than he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> he likes porcelain dolls. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we know it is tasting, ladies. Ugh. Get it, get out while you still can, Cara. Yeah. <laughs> really. He was doing you a favour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now we know what happens mm. when love dies. <laughs> do, 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 do. I have to do a dance as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we we hope we've got you all all wild up and yeah. ready for suitably hooked, kidnapped. Yeah, but we, you won't have to wait an extra month. You just have to wait the standard two weeks. Yes, <laughs> because we're not taking another month no. long break for the foreseeable future. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, thank you for. For listening, yeah, and for um, for staying with us as we returned from <laughs> from from the mists of uh, the, Christmas, the depths of January. I know, but as you can see, we are back on every two weeks now, and uh, you can please uh, please get in touch with us. Mm. Um, you can tweet us, and we do love getting your tweets, love especially it. all international Sweet Valley covers, which all we've had quite a few of. Yeah, we've had yeah. Argentinian, we've had uh, Korean, yeah, and now we've had French. Oh. So if you've, if you've got any more, it's very exciting. Send them our way. Absolutely. Oh, God, we love them. Um, anything else you have to say? Uh, you can tweet us at SVH Podcast. Yeah, you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network. And you can follow the, the network at HS Pod Network and This Headstuff. And you can find out more about all the other amazing podcasts. Yeah, there's really great ones. There's Juvenalia, yeah. Folklore, Alison like, Spittle Show. Oh. So many so good, stuff. good stuff. Yeah. So um, go. You can go and listen to all of them if you haven't listened to them already. While you wait <laughs> yeah. for the next, they'll tide you over until tide you're you back until you find out <laughs> what happens in kidnapped. <laughs> See you soon, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade.